Welcome to The Finer Things. I'm Lisa. This is Wes. We are here at the Cigar Lodge in Akron, Ohio in the Members Only Lounge. And today's topic, we are going to be discussing the logistics of travel. How are you doing, Wes? I'm doing phenomenal here in beautiful Akron, Ohio. How about you, Lisa? It's kind of beautiful today. It's finally starting to warm up. We, we uh, get a lot of uh, gray days here, so... It's always nice when the weather breaks. So, what are you smoking over there? I have a La Gloria Cubana Colleccione Reserva. Um, it's nice. La Gloria is definitely a solid, nice brand. Like the song? I don't know the song. Gloria? You know. Ah, that song. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I've got the CAO America Landmark Series with my V cutter from... It's- Kind of a barber pole, sort of. Yeah, kind of, but it's got a, a little a dark wrapper, dark uh, Nicaraguan wrapper, uh, a little Connecticut weaved in there, much like America. We're kind of a melting pot. It's a barber pole. For those who don't know, it's a barber pole cigar is one that it looks like a barber pole. You've got two different colors, kind of wrapped together, and, and you it, rotated it. It's really pretty. They're really nice-looking cigars. Very sharp. What are you drinking? I have the Glen Moores today, okay. and that's what it's called, Glen Moores, G-L-E-N-M-O-R-E-S, the Glen Moores. I thought you had the Glen Ross. Well, the Glen Ross, that's what it is. See, okay. I was, that's how wrong I was. There we the go. Glen Ross. I was thinking Rothstein, like Ace Rothstein. For <laughs> um, this is, uh, I've, I've tasted it already, obviously. Does it, It's very light, very refreshing. It is a... A very light. It is pretty light. scotch. There's, it's not a lot of, not a lot of color to it. So, how about you? What you got drinking? I've got the Brookladic. Um, oh, it just slipped out of my head. It's kind of here. They call it the Tiffany Blue bottle. Yes, it's not it Tiffany is, Blue, but it's close. It's very close, and that's that's an accurate description. The bottle is not clear. No, it's not clear at all. But it is that Tiffany color blue, and I'm sure Tiffany doesn't get a piece of the action. That's why you can't call it Tiffany. Well, bottle. it's not the same color. There is definitely a difference, but it's close. It's close in shade. My so. cigar I just lit, and it's um, it's a nice, robust cigar, full flavor. Uh, it, it'll take a moment or two to get through, and it'll be enjoyable. So, how does yours initially taste? It Jeez. tastes like it's been on the shelf a little bit. Okay, she's having a. I'm having a puff. She's having a puff. She's got a little, it's great radio right now. She's having a puff. We're doing great today. <laughs> so, here from the, again, it's the Members Only Lounge here at the Cigar Lodge in beautiful Akron, Ohio. Try to get your memberships before they run out of locker space. So, it tastes like wood. I'm trying to place what type of wood. I want to say maybe cedar, but it's not, it's not. I like cedar, but yeah, you're, she's good. She's got this quizzical look in her eye. She's going to get to the bottom of this cigar one way or another, folks. Oh, I'm going to figure it she, out. We're not going to let it go. So the Brook Laddick, I want to talk about that for a minute. Yeah, how's um, that taste? It's good. It's uh, it's not as clear. Yours is just a touch darker than mine. Just a little bit. But, it's still very light. Very light. Um, it's like sunshine yellow. Now, this distillery, it's not spelled like you'd figure. I'm pronouncing it Brook Laddick. But it's a Scottish word, so there are a lot of extra letters in there. And um, they're doing fascinating stuff. This is a little bit floral. It's on the Ely section, so it's one of the islands. Um, so it's got 
kind of some peatiness in there, but have that you been there? I have not to the islands. Okay, that's the, right. Because when we were talking about yeah. it, it's the one where you didn't have the time to go. Right. So, I mean, this particular distillery—they're doing some interesting things. I'm going to be checking out ones in the future if I can get my hands on them, because some of the stuff they're turning out is just really bizarre and fascinating and really cool. So. Yeah, Stay this, tuned for it. Yeah, we're going to look forward to that. Yeah, my cigar is almost overpowering the scotch. Uh-oh. So, we'll... Uh, it smells strong when you lit it. Yeah. I mean, like, really intense. It's it's an American. I mean, it's a CAO America. I mean, it's just It'll like punch us. you in the <laughs> face. It'll knock you right in the face. And then, it's, <laughs> then look at you and be like, yeah, it's your fault. I got you. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> so, we're going to talk today about the logistics of travel. Both uh, Lisa and I have some international travels under our belt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and traveling with small children and whatnot. And, you, you know, as far as the fire things, especially in this day and age, um, after 9-11, where you got to go through airport security and everything else like that. I mean, there's just a, a ton of things you have to do. And it just makes traveling much more laborious than it, it used to be because we now have Spirit in Alaska. And uh, uh, what's the other low-cost carrier? There's Southwest, yeah, there's Frontier. Southwest. Frontier, that's what I was thinking of. The, uh, the Greyhound buses of the sky, yes. as we affectionately call them. And Southwest is the same, but if you have a pain allergy, you'll also die on the plane. So there's that. I like yeah. Southwest. I, I've traveled. I kind of do too. I, I like the cheap airlines. Yeah, I, I haven't paid for a drink at Southwest for years. Mm-hmm. So I, <laughs> I, am I partial to an airline that lets me drink for free? Oh, yes. okay. Yes, yeah. I am. Does that make me a bad person? No. No, no it does not. <laughs> so, I mean, that's really where it's at. So, yeah, I mean, logistics. I mean, I've, I've traveled with small children before because I've got uh, twin girls, and, uh, you know, I've taken them to Colorado, and that was through, nice. uh, it was a direct flight. So, the first thing you want to do is, you know, coming to the fire things is, why are you traveling? Is yeah. this business? Is this leisure? Why are you traveling? Because that's going to put you in a whole different mindset. Uh, because if I'm traveling for work to California, I've got, I check a bag, I put my laptop and my carry-on in mm-hmm. my briefcase, and I've got TSA pre-check, and away we go. Yep. And it's, you know, bing, bang, boom. Um, if it's leisure or it's for uh, pleasure, that kind of thing, where I'm going on vacation or taking my girls, then a whole different mindset. Absolutely. A whole different mindset, and I'm not, I'm not in any hurry. Right. At all. Right. I'm... The same way. I don't often travel for business. When I do, it's usually by car, not necessarily by plane. Um, But if I had to, obviously, different mindset than when I'm traveling for a different reason. And even the reasons may vary. I may be going on a vacation. I may be going to visit my sister or my son. And it's a different mindset. For each of those. I'm happy to see my sister and my son, but that's more, okay, I can't wait to get there. Whereas when I'm going on vacation, it's, I'm in vacation mode. I don't care when I get there. Just get me there. We'll get there when we get there. If you need to bump me so that somebody else can get on, hit me with those perks. And yeah, I've got no problem postponing. Her fingers itch when she says the word perks, just so you know. Yeah, but we have in a nice place, and yeah, I'll postpone my vacation for a day. Uh, yeah, and, and so and the other thing is you've got to know yourself. I mean, you got to know thyself when you travel, what sets you off, because that's going to be a good thing to get to the finer things, especially when you travel. Uh, you know, if you're not in any hurry and 
you don't want to sit on the plane. I mean, I am usually the last person on the plane. Even if I fly first class, I will be the last person on the Why? plane. Because I'm not in any hurry to get on the plane and just sit there. I'm usually the last person getting off the plane, but that's just sheer bad luck. No, I, I especially if you fly your... Um, it, it, it depends if you fly Southwest and you've paid for the premium you know, check-in first or anything else like that. And again, it all depends on why you fly. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm by myself, I, I don't care where I sit. I mean, I'll sit in the back. I, I don't get care if I've got a middle seat. I, I can sleep anywhere. Yeah. So for me, if it's a three or four hour flight, I'll have two drinks at the bar before I get, get in the plane. I'll have at least one drink in the plane. I will take a nap for two hours and then I'm kind of an hour to wake up and yeah. be like, hey everybody. Oh, cool. We're landing right, right you know now. What I, mean? I mean, it's down to a science at this point. Um, you know, but if I've got my girls with me, that's a whole different story. I mean, it's Yeah, then a, you've got to entertain oh. them and you've got to keep them from oh, ruining, inflicting upon yeah, ruining, other yeah, passengers. Toddlers on an airplane just ruining it. I mean, we, I have I single-handedly, and I, and I will share this story, single-handedly ruined first class for, oh, God. Uh, for a certain <laughs> segment of people. So... Uh, when my uh, girls were very small, uh, when they were lap children, where you could still sit mm-hmm. on the lap, um, I, I bought uh, first-class tickets on the way home uh, from uh, nice. Colorado, from Denver to Cleveland. And I have family in, in Denver, so we got to, uh, to the girls out, went west, had a nice uh, week of vacation. Yeah. And we went with some friends and everything else like that. And so, because I knew the girls would be sitting in the lap, I was like, okay, I'll opt for the first class. Sure. Why not? And you're like, oh my God, how how are you going to do this with children? Well, first of all, badly. Well, it, it was <laughs> it was the I mean the, it was the worst decision that uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I, they were they screamed for three and a half hours. It was literally there was a woman that was sitting behind me. It was like I said I flew first class so I could avoid this. I mean, <laughs> ruined it forever. And, and it's not like there's just one. So, uh, and you were worried about, well, what about all the accoutrements, all the stuff you got to take? I was like, well, we had a double stroller. The stroller, they can't charge you for. Car seats, they can't charge you for to fly on an airplane. It's part of the, the federal uh, aviation regulations. Uh, you know, so, like strollers uh, that we didn't get charged for, and uh, the car seats, because we rented a car, you need to take car seats yep. with you. And, uh, you know, the baby uh, formula and everything else like that. And so when we went through t- security... I mean, security just sees you coming. Yeah. They see you coming, and they're like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> there is no way. So um, the girls could walk at that point. So uh, one of us would stand on the other side of the uh, security, the metal detector. And one of us would go first, and then the girls would go through, and then the other one would go in last. That mm-hmm. way we could just, I could just look at the girls and say, okay, walk over there. Right. Follow Follow, follow them up. There you go. And they would just toddle through the, you know, everybody would watch them toddle through the security screen, and they're just like, what's going on? This is the greatest thing ever because everybody's looking at us. Uh, you know, that way you don't have to go through the uh, the pat-down or the uh, the chemical search mm-hmm. where they wipe your hands or anything else like that. I mean, you just don't like that, and especially with uh, toddlers. But, yeah, they got through it. Uh, they did a great job. They slept on the way there. That was perfect. Yeah. It was, we were very spoiled. On the way back, they, they did not sleep, and it was ruining, ruinous for uh, first-class uh, passengers. Although, I will say that the stewardesses in first class, 
and stewards. Very nice. Oh, I'm sure they if were. If you had the opportunity to go first class, I'd say take. I have to admit, I have never been first class. I have a hard time justifying the price because my butt gets there exactly the same time as somebody in first class. I'm still going somewhere that I would really love to go, and I'm paying a lot less so that I can get there and spend a lot more. And since my last big trip was to Scotland, that means I get to spend a lot more on scotch. Right, and that, that and that Lisa's point, you know, that's that buttresses in the our assumption here that you got to know why you're going. You got to know yourself. Yeah, you got to know yourself too. I mean, and if I travel, you know, when I travel with the girls now, I don't mind having layovers because I know that their fuse is about two hours. Sure. I got about two hours where they're either going to be entertained, right, or that, and after two hours, the wheels come off the wagon. Yes, I mean, they do. And, and the wheel, I mean, and. To use the phrase, the house does not burn down slowly. It, <laughs> it, it burns to the ground. Uh, and, and I know that their nap time is between 1 and 3 in the afternoon. And they still take naps. At least, uh, you know, Daddy makes them take naps because every, I, I wish I could take naps. I know. <laughs> I got a little bit jealous when you said that. I'm in the Right. And, they, you know, they just sleep. and that's okay. So if, if, I, uh, if I can time it where I'm in an airplane or I'm in a car and we're traveling, uh, and I know that two-hour window, I will aim for that two-hour window where I know they will sleep. Yep. And that way I got a two-hour where I can wake them up, they can be gentle, and they can be like, oh, we're here. Mm-hmm. If we're within two, especially for a car ride. I mean, this goes for not only uh, airplanes, but car rides. You know, within two hours from where we are, are a lot of different places. Yeah. So if I can time that yep. beautifully, that's really the key. So you get to know why you're going and who you're going with. Yeah. I mean, those are super important. And and who you're going with. I mean, that's another big thing because I've Absolutely. traveled with my friends too. Lisa has as well. I mean, yeah. that's a whole different story when you're going with your friends. Right? Oh, yeah. I haven't traveled with small children in a very, very long time. Not my own small children. I've had seatmates that I don't know that are small children, and they were pleasant. Pleasant. Pleasant is the polite word. Uh, no, they were pleasant. That's good. Mine were not. But, yeah, I mean, if you're um, if you're going to your friends, like maybe my friends are flying to Vegas, I mean, it's just four guys throwing the, uh, stuff in a bag and away we go. Yeah. It's not a, I mean, you know, we don't care. We're going to be, we will be at the bar. Right. And we will be the last people on the plane. Not because. Right. <laughs> we don't, because we don't care. Because we're <laughs> going to get there, we're going to get there, and it's going to be fun. So it's going to be super sure. enjoyable. And, you know, that goes to the length of the trip, too. And Yeah. I, I will advertise, if you could do TSA pre-check, do it. And I haven't, but I think at this point it's really stupid that I haven't so far. I need to because I travel enough, and I mean, especially I've got some trips coming up in the next few months, and it's kind of dumb that I haven't signed up for it yet. Well, it, it, I, I mean, my advertisement is do it. I mean, I did the global ID because I, uh, when I go to Southern California, sometimes I will wander across the border to Mexico. And wander, huh? Wander is a great word. Uh, and if you do that, then I mean, the global ID is like uh, if you forget your passport, you can use your global ID. That's what the, um, the government, the federal government permits you to do. Uh, and I do have that. So, and that, But that also doubles as TSA pre-check. Mm. And the TSA pre-check program, it's good for five years. Mm-hmm. It's $85. Go to tsa.gov slash pre-check. They have all the details. Uh, it's re- especially in Northeast Ohio. You fill out everything online. takes about a day for them to do a background check on you. You go up to Berea, 
which is where the Department of Homeland Security is located, their offices, which is by the airport, the Cleveland Hopkins International Airport. You sit down with a TSA agent and they're like, they just look at you. They take your fingerprints electronically. Whole process, 15 minutes. Nice. And I mean, you're in and you're out. And there's a whole, uh, there's a line, but they, nice. they move you and they move you pretty quick. Sure. And at least at Cleveland and LAX, they have an entire, um, I don't want to say wing, but a uh, gate for pre-check. Yes. So you walk in, I mean, even, even in Cleveland, which is a large airport, not as large as LAX, obviously, but my wait time for Cleveland is five minutes through security. Right. Even in LAX, I've been through security in 15 minutes. Right. And that's, and they, and they move people. Now, the last time that I was at the airport was during the government shutdown. So that particular, it was closed. There was no TSA pre-check, get in line with everybody else. But, you know, hopefully that's few and far between. My cigar is very nice. We're about a middle through here. Yeah. The scotch is quite great. I'm doing most of the talking. That's why she's halfway through mm-hmm. already. So. I mean, I do, I do maybe more travel than Wes does, but, you know, it, again, as we've said on every episode so far, you have to know yourself and what your goals are. So what do you, uh, what do you how do you trick yourself or get you in that mood when you're traveling, Lisa? <laughs> There's no mood to get into. I love traveling. So car, plane, whatever, bus, train. Whatever. I love planes and automobiles. Yeah. Yeah. I got a few trips coming up. Um, April and May. April I'll be heading to Kentucky. And then May I'm heading out to Florida for a week. Flying to Florida, driving to Kentucky? Driving to Kentucky. I haven't decided on Florida, but probably flying. Because that's a howl. For the, I here, know. That's a 24-hour drive, depending on what part of Florida. Yeah, I know. And then immediately after Florida, and I mean like three days, I'm going to Texas. My son's graduating from his schooling for Marine. And Hoorah. probably heading to his permanent duty station. We don't know where that's at yet. And so I want to see him graduate. I'm, personally, I'm rooting for Scandinavia for the boy. Who knows? I'm rooting for it. He wants to go visit him in Scandinavia. Who wouldn't? Yeah, I'd exactly. be fine with right. that. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Although we'd be there for different reasons. Yeah, okay. oh, for sure. Absolutely, for sure. Well, and, and so traveling in the car, like I said, and going from the airport, too, uh, especially if you go internationally, if you travel enough, you also want to think about how long your layover is. Yeah. Because that goes in the economics of it. And then, oh, absolutely. And if you get bumped, like Lisa was saying... They could throw everything else off. And make sure that you, I mean, you're flexible. And don't uh, slouch on the lounges at the airport. Yeah, actually, the lounges, if if I had to choose between do I get the first class ticket or sit in the lounge, lounge every single time. Reasonable price for the day pass. You can find a place to sit. Guaranteed. got food there. They've got drinks there. It's enjoyable. It's not some idiot taking out four seats because he feels like stretching out and you can't find a plug-in anywhere for your phone and you're on 1% battery. No, you just walk in and it's nice. It's relaxing. It brings travel back because not in our lifetime, 
but in our parents' lifetimes, um, it, you know, that's so in the last 60 years, especially for air, airfare travel, we've gone to from a position where the airlines would come and pick you up at your house. That used, Holy to, crap. that used to happen in the 50s and 60s. I don't believe you. The airlines would come pick you up at your house if you were a frequent flyer, which means you took more than two trips a year. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would drive you to the airport. They would take all your baggage. Uh, everything was first class because they'd have a, a bar. Like you right. see these movies now, um, uh, like the period pieces, like the, uh, the Crown. If you've seen The Crown mm-hmm. on Netflix... If you see some of the private jet where the queen uh, flies, that used to be airlines in the 60s. They used to be for everybody. It was almost like flying private. Everybody had, there was a bar. It took up a ton of space. They had these full meals, three-course meals, drinks. Everybody knew your name. Everybody had a tie on. It was, you know, hey, Miss Owings, how are you today? I'm Uh, great. Would you like a martini? And then yes, I believe I would. They go and make you a martini. And Thank was, you so much. And it was very vogue. It was very, very vogue. And then, obviously, uh, the airlines were deregulated, so the price was they could they didn't have to compete on service. They had to compete on price. Mm-hmm. And you know that's where we are today. And then, obviously, with the uh, 9/11 and the terrorists uh, and whatnot, we have security concerns, and now we we are where we are. Uh, where and where we are is that I walk through non-pre-check and I get felt up by the airlines every single time I walk through and apparently my hands are full of chemicals that make me suspicious every single time guys yeah, yeah and that's just for you and think about it and that happened in the last 60 years from 1960 and let's go oh, to yeah. 2020 so that's roughly 60 years and that's not going to change. I mean, now... Oh, sure it will. It'll get worse. I, I think for commercial will, however, one of the neat things, and this goes to traveling too, it, Uber and Lyft have revolutionized uh, the taxi cab service. And yeah. you think about it now. On your phone, you can order... You've got a car service. Right. You, you can look at someone and say, you know, Lisa, I'll meet you at the party. I'm going to take the car service. I have to admit, up until January of this year, I was an Uber Lyft virgin. I had never taken one before. Um, had to make it to... Took one with my travel companion and um, ordered my first one that same trip. Had to make it to the airport for an really early morning flight of LAX and it was so easy good conversation it was great I, when I, I'm sold I had bad experiences in um, it wasn't Uber and Lyft but it was sort of similar it's hard to explain but it was in Glasgow when I went with my children not my big Scotland trip bad experiences a while ago it was a few years ago maybe three Okay. Two or three. That's not terrible. And in any with any new technology, you've got a wet nursing period. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's to be expected. Uh, and so, and again, I flew to Miami uh, for a uh, conference, and I flew into Fort, to Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale, and I Ubered to Miami. It was a 20-minute drive. Mm-hmm. So, and so, and this goes to the economics of it, too. Yeah. So I called the hotel. I said, I'm going to be there for four, four or five days. How much is it to valet a car? And they said it's twenty bucks a day, right? So that's a hundred bucks. Right. I could rent a car for another hundred bucks. Right. So I'm in for two hundred bucks. And then I was like, okay, let me, because uh, you can uh, right on right now on your phone, you can go to the Uber or Lyft, 
check it out mm -hmm. and figure out what the trip is going to be. There and back, the round trip was 40 bucks. Right. So I saved $150 by not renting a car and having one of the rideshare apps take me to and fro. Yeah. And you just, and it, even if you spend the extra couple of bucks for the luxury where they get you the SUV to throw all your sure. suitcases in, I mean, there you go. I mean, so I flew from Cleveland to and got to Miami uh, for there and back for 250 bucks. Yeah. I mean, you can't. <laughs> And it's 29. I mean, that's why we put a guy in the movie right there. Right. That's exactly why America, CAO, the cigar that I'm smoking. <laughs> How's it treating you? It's good. Right in the middle of it, it's, uh, we've gotten through the first uh, barbershop stripe, if you will. It's very, it's, it's a strong cigar, um, dark wrapper, but it's got that light little uh, wrap. It's very thin, maybe an eighth of an inch of the light wrapper versus the seven eighths of the dark. And it, it's delicious. I like the cigar. I knew I knew going in. I like it. So, and if you like like a darker cigar, this one will be for you. How's the? Uh, it's good. I'm. I was just smelling it. I'm still stumped. What the scent is? Haven't figured out what that wood is. I will. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get and and so that's the idea. I mean, use your resources too. Um, just be have your. I like I said, use the lounge. I, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, you know, that way you've got a guarantee plug, you've got a huge lazy boy. Some of them have showers and yep. towels. Yep. I mean, imagine being able to, you get off of a plane ride for, like, let's say you fly from Hawaii to L.A. and then you take a shower. Mm -hmm. and then you fly somewhere else because you've got a layover. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you know yourself and you like to sleep, you can take that red eye. Yep. I mean, I, I can take, uh, I'll usually take the red eye from LAX back to Cleveland on a Saturday night or Sunday, um, or if I have to, I'll, if it's that much more cheaper, I will take it from Sunday night to Monday morning, and I'll get on the plane Sunday night like I'm going to work because yeah. I'll sleep yeah. on the plane, and at the four-hour time difference, I'll wake up. Have and a, go straight to work? Go right, hop in the car, wow. off the court. Away we go. And that's a gutsy call. but I've done it before. I can't. I sleep on a plane, but it's never restful for me, so... I can't pull something like that off. I'll give a free plug to uh, Jet Smarter. Uh, if you have an opportunity to check that out, Jet Smarter is an app, but they do a uh, like what Uber and Lyft does for cars. Jet Smarter does for private jets. Yeah. So if you and six of your friends, instead of chartering a plane, which is super expensive, <laughs> yeah, we, I mean it it, we're talking forty, fifty grand. Um, you can find uh, private jet seats. Even from Cleveland for two three hundred bucks. Oh wow! And that's now I, I don't care who you are. If you if the difference between flying Frontier, which is sixty bucks, or private is two hundred, go ahead and spend the hundred. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead and, <laughs> go ahead and spend that money. And it's a free download. It's free to check out. And, you know, obviously they have uh, uh, different memberships. NetJets uh, does that. They try to do like time sharing with jets, but nice. that's more of an investment. And, sure. and that requires, I mean, if you travel that much, that might be more economical for sure. your situation. But I think Jet Smarter is a great thing to do. Now, me personally, talking about the finer things, my man is trying to arrange. Not your man, her man. My man. <laughs> is trying to arrange learning to fly. And it's like, yes, baby, go do that. Learn to fly. And then it's just forget first class. 
Away you go. Away I go. Away, and, I, and one of the best stories I had is I had a, uh, I went to a, uh, I went to an affluent high school. It's public, um, but it, it was better than most private high schools. And I had a friend uh, when he was 16. He had he got a, he got a plane. He got oh my god! His parents. Uh, okay, that's the finer thing. Right, and so that's living large. Arguably, his his parents were very well off, but it wasn't. You a, think it wasn't right, but it wasn't like a Cessna or anything else like that. I mean, this was like a uh, a prop plane. I mean, this was not. I think it. I think it cost like twenty five, thirty grand. It was like a car. Sure. But it nonetheless, it was a plane, and there's no okay. there was no plane. age requirement for your pilot's license. You just had a number of hours. Mm -hmm. And he had been flying since he was 12 because he met the weight nice. and he met the there's physical requirements sure. that a pilot has to achieve. And he had met We want those. our pilots not to be blind. And, you right. You've got to lift so many pounds. Yeah. You've got to be, you know, because the weight of the pilot goes into the weight of the plane. Absolutely. They've got to do calculations for the fuel and the wind speed and all that kind of stuff. But he had enough hours. He did the training. To do and training by the time his 16th birthday was around that he could get his pilot's license. Right on. So at like 16 and a half, I'll never forget this summer, because wow. at 16 and a half, he'll be like, hey, you guys want to go to Chicago? And we're like, yeah. And we're, all of us were like, yeah, sure. We're, you know, because you, you pile four high school kids in a car, and this was before cell phones. So you just pile four kids in a car, and you're thinking, okay, we're going to drive that six, eight hours to Chicago. And he's like, oh, we'll take the plane. <laughs> and we're like, we'll take what? the plane. And legitimately, uh, and you know, it. it if my children were ever to say, hey, I'm getting in a plane with my friends. Well, that's <laughs> what I was just thinking. If my kids approached me and right. said, hey, mom, can I go on the plane? So-and-so's uh, flying. Uh, no. Mm. I'd probably give the same answer if they said, can I go to Chicago at 16 on my own with just the four of us? We're all 16. Um, no, you guys are idiots. I mean, you're smart idiots. You're really smart, but that's the problem. Oh, it's, this, this was phenomenal. We flew to uh, Gary, Indiana, which is outside mm -hmm. of the Illinois-Indiana yeah, uh, border. And it, it was, again, he couldn't fly He couldn't fly into the, the airport because the plane was just, it was not a big plane. You could fit yeah. four guys. And so he was like, let's do this. And yeah, like, you're not going to get clearance for a pair. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, we knew our limitation. But he's like, hey, we're going to fly into Gary, Indiana. Sure. And I will never forget, we... Land the plane. He lands the plane, sticks it. I mean, it just absolutely sticks. And we're all looking at him. We're, we're looking at him like, where did you learn that? <laughs> he's like, oh, I've been doing this for years. And we're like, wow. It, it was like you're a child and that sense of awe and wonder. Right. And you're like, oh, my God. And right. What was really funny was that the airport agent, um, they had security meet <laughs> us when we landed because they were like, you you see four high school kids get out of an airplane. Yeah, the first they're joyriding. <laughs> I mean, never mind that he just landed it perfectly. Right. You got to be joyriding. The only conclusion that you've come to in this day and age is they stole that plane. Right. They stole that plane. <laughs> they're flying. And you know how do you steal a plane? You know what I mean? It's it, conceptually not that hard. It wasn't that hard then. And the you know the um, the security agent came in with. Uh, one of the air traffic control officers, because he literally, over the radio, was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> I, you know, and to my friend's credit, he gave him his license number and everything yeah. else like that. He had the paperwork, oh, sure. filed the flight plan. I mean, he did well, everything he, knows what he, needs to do. he needed to do. And I will never forget this guy's face, this uh, air traffic controller officer's face, and the security guy. The security guy was just... Uh, 
was waiting to arrest us. I mean, it was waiting to arrest us. And the uh, air, air traffic control officer just looked at us, looked at the paperwork, and goes, this is all border. Yeah. And I instinctively, I, I tend to be a smart ass, which, if you know me, that fits my motif. I look at the uh, air traffic controller, and go, okay, why don't you wash it and fill it up before we get back? Oh, no. And he just looks at me like, who the hell are you? And uh, I go, look. Well, I'm giving him that look right now. Paperwork's in order, bro. Come on. We're, we're, going, we're, we're getting in a car now. So, wow. yeah, we uh, we had a, he had a friend uh, that we met, and uh, Gary picked us up, what we knew in Chicago, <laughs> five of us so went to Chicago, and uh, to this day, my parents, because we would go on a weekend, like on a Saturday, he'd be like, hey, meet me at the Ohio State, we, I grew up in Columbus, so the OSU had a nice airstrip, mm-hmm. and it, just for these types of planes, it was perfect, and he'd be like, hey, meet me at the airport at six, seven, eight in the morning. We'll take a day trip. We'll fly to Toledo, to Cleveland, Cincinnati, and we'll hang out for the day and then fly home. And we did. And it was great. And so so when it comes to the fire thing, realize what's going on. Yeah. You know, if you have, not, I get that not everybody has that opportunity. And If you have that opportunity, <laughs> you jump on it immediately. <laughs> and to this day, I, I mean, my parents are like, I, we don't believe. All right, so I finally figured out exactly what this smells like. I don't know how I missed it so long. It's leather. Mm. It's that beautiful... Not a wood. No. No. But it's that same earthiness. You know, they both have that. So it's it's beautiful, highly tanned leather. Just real nice. Smooth. The, uh, the scotch I've got is smooth now, and the... And what scotch do you have? Yeah, I am going to, uh, Glen Roth. Very good. Glen Roth, because I'm thinking Rothschild, and that's how I remembered it. Uh, because, in, in, because we're the members only lounge here at the Cigar Lodge, uh, there is a distance between where we are and the bar. And so, so we can't just, we can't just look we'll at the, uh, that one. Right, because you get a drink, because we are, arguably speaking, we try new scotches because some of these we've never tried before. We look right. at it and we try to do our best here for you, the listener. This is not for us. This is for you, the listener. And, it's uh, a little bit for us. Well, okay, just a little bit. And uh, we can't see it, so I, I will forget. I admittedly will forget because I've got my show notes here and everything, and I will forget well, unless I write it down. If I write it down, I'm okay. But yeah, I, I will advertise uh, Jet Smarter uh, as an app if you can. The other thing, another nice trick as far as the finer things, if you, especially if you're going on vacation and you know you're going to be there for a week, like people will go to Myrtle Beach or Florida for a week, and you've got an Amazon and Prime. I am. And right, so if, you, if you're going to be there for a week and you've got an Amazon Prime membership and you're going to be staying in a place where you know you can have food and you've got a little kitchenette, have all, your, have all your dry goods shipped to the place before you get there. Don't waste your packing space. On your dry goods, so cereals, right. oatmeal, uh, granola, you know, snacks. I mean, when I travel with my girls, like we'll go to uh, Myrtle Beach for a week or something, and so I'll have all of their snacks and all the dry goods shipped there, so that when we get there, all we have to do is, is get the milk, bread, eggs, butter, the the perishables, and that way you're ready to go. Right. You've got your time saving management. You're ready to go. Well, honestly, the reason I'm going in early May is because I've got a timeshare in Florida, and I they've got everything at this place, and I'm just going to go do as much of nothing as I can get away with, and 
it's going to be fantastic. They have a little kitchenette in there. They've got kind of a movie theater. You can watch whatever you want. They got. They actually have a lazy river right there on the property, and so I'm going to be sitting in a pool, floating and just floating around. Lots of sunscreen. Turning into a lobster. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm Welsh and Irish and the rest of the British Isles, so I burn so easily. It, I don't tan, I just burn. It goes straight to red. Burn. So give us some uh, some trip tips and trip tricks here, uh, Lisa, for when you travel internationally. Because you, you traveled to Scotland. Was there yes. anything you did about that trip where you were like, okay, I know I'm going to be on the plane for a couple hours or anything else like that. Anything you, tell us about that. Anything you did? Well, the smartest thing that I, I don't know about on the plane you know, you're on a plane. You're not going to get up and really walk around. And even if you do, it's a very limited amount of walking that you can do. So, you know, watch the movies, fall asleep, do whatever you can to make it through it. Um, what I did, though, is packing smart. I knew that I was going to bring back as much Scott at the absolute limit. Whatever I can bring back, that's the maximum. I mean, that's the minimum I'm bringing back. And we so, have to declare it. Yeah. yeah you, the government. I'm bringing you, exactly right. that amount. Whatever limit we don't have to declare before we have to pay taxes. Yes. That's what she's uh, talking about. So I knew that my suitcase was going to be heavy coming back and full of very breakable things. I knew that it's going to be slightly chilly compared to here, it was actually cold in Scotland, and this we're talking late July, early August, and it's cold, especially at night, it's cold. So I needed something warm, but warm things tend to be bulkier. So I packed a lot of dresses. They fold up nice and easily. They roll really tight, and the type of dresses that I have, they're non-wrinkled. So what I did on the way back is I used those as the cushioning around the bottles and just wrap them around the bottles. I also, because I'm a, I can be a dis- distrustful person, is I wrote a list. I wrote two separate lists of all the bottles of scotch that I had, and I put one in the suitcase right on top. Hey, TSA, I know what I got. I know Don't what you're you doing. from me. And I kept the other with me, and checked it when I got back, and yeah, everything was fine. That's why she has a law degree, and unfortunately, that's what a law degree does for you, right? Yeah, there. it is. You know. All right, well, thank you again for the uh, questions here. Now, uh, Duma asked us a question, and this one is directed to Lisa. Now, when you're traveling, mm-hmm. do you look at the reviews first, or do you just go and explore? Thanks, Junebug. We appreciate it. Great review. Five stars. Um, I guess reviews as far as hotels and that sort of thing. I guess that's the path that I'm going to take with the answer. So, usually, yeah, I'll look at them, but it's also, it's just a mixture. Do I need to be in a specific area of town for a specific reason? Am I going for like a conference or something? Or am I going just for pleasure and I want to get out and explore? For example, when I go to Florida, I'm probably going to venture to um, the Space Center. Last time I was there, I went to the 
Oh, what's the amusement park? It's got... Disneyland? No, the other one. Orlando or um, Universal? Universal. It's got the Harry Potter worlds yeah, 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 there. Yeah, My God, that was amazing. I'll probably go there again. Did you get a... Did you get your witchcraft and get all of your... Did you get a I'm already a witch. <laughs> Well, that's about a personal <laughs> distinction right there. But did you get we a broom? spell it with a B. <laughs> did you get a broom? Nope. No broom. Oh, okay. I got some bar beer. That was pretty good. I, I've been to Universal, to the uh, Harry Potter world there. Well, it's kind of amazing. I mean, the special effects they got going on. It's and, like, guys, and wow. You, and do you see the uh, gift shop where they let only so many people in? Yeah. And there's a line to get in. Yeah. I was drinking. There was a but. There's a butterbeer stand by that, and I was, <laughs> I was looking at a. Uh, uh, and when I was there, I was with uh, other adults, so we weren't really interested in the nice. uh, uh, being dressed as a, a Harry Potter character. Um, well, what is on the West? Right. Yeah. And so, uh, but literally, it was like that um, cartoon where the child would walk in one end as a child, and then it would walk out the other end of the store. As a witch or a wizard. Wow. I mean, it was like that cartoon stereotype. And so, I, you know, I'm drinking butterbeer, and I see this dad roll up, and I looked at him, I was like, hey, hey. I go, uh, can I ask you a question? He's like, what? I go, out of curiosity, what did the whole thing cost? Because he, his, his daughter had the, the cape, mm-hmm. had the broom, had the shirt, had, it, 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 they, I believe that they had different houses, so they oh, had yeah. their icon, and they had the hat, the, um, yeah. the hat and everything else like that. He looks at me. He goes thousand dollars. Oh my god! Literally, in my head, I'm looking at each child at a grand, minting these. Yeah. And there's a line out the door for them to spend a thousand dollars. I, that moment, I fell in love again with America. <laughs> I was like, this is great because you've got a fictional world that the kids love, and you've got parents who save every nickel. Yeah. To get you there and to have a blast. <laughs> and then yep. little Sally or little Johnny's like, hey, I want to be a witch. Mm-hmm. You didn't have any of that, Lisa? Um, a little bit of that. My kids were older, so they didn't care as much. And thank God they got a little bit of financial sense, my daughter especially. I'm like, do you want a journal or something? And she looks at the price immediately and she's like, no, too much. I'll get a journal back home, and I'm like, well, Leather bag this no one's less. from here. Right. No, I'm good. Well, thank you again for listening to The Fire Things with Lisa and Wes, podcasting live from the Members Only Lounge here in beautiful Akron, Ohio. Again, we thank you for contributing to the Patreon account. You can find that Patreon account at patreon.com slash finer things. And again, we've got some shout-outs there that if you are so interested in, and we'll let us know. Yeah. You can find this podcast wherever else you find podcasts, either on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stu- Stitcher, or TuneIn. Share with a friend, rate, review, five stars, and we look forward to hearing your questions. Yeah. Lisa, where can we find you? I am Intricate Girl on Instagram. And you can find me at Jet Set Lawyer. Thank you again. Bye, guys.